historic moment. Raptors win. Good afternoon and good evening, rugby fans, and welcome to episode 19 of the DNVR Raptors podcast. I'm Colton Strickler. I think we have a great show for you guys today. It's a Friday. There's rugby tonight. I'm pumped for you guys to hear the show. I'm just ready to go. I'm ready. I'm ready for you guys to listen to this. I'm ready for you guys to watch the game. I'm pumped up. I'm ready for the weekend. So it's been it's been a long, short week, if that, if that makes sense. Uh, but on today's show, I've got Derek Brissett of Layman Sports on the show to give us some information about the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors, listen to me. The Toronto Arrows, it's been a long week. As they come to town for their round five clash with the Colorado Raptors, I was wondering how many times I was going to do that this week. That's only one, so that's pretty good. Uh, Derek is a guy that's covered the Arrows as closely as anybody since they joined the MLR ahead of the 2019 season, so he had some great stuff to say about the team. Uh, you really won't find a better preview of this match anywhere else. So thank you for to Derek for coming on and having a chat with me. I think you guys will enjoy that. But before we jump into that conversation, let's just take a quick look at the Arrows. So the Arrows come to town. They lead the high-powered Eastern Conference with 18 points in the table. They're just one point behind the San Diego Legion, who are in first place in the entire MLR. So they've been as good as the San Diego Legion, and, and we, are, we already saw what happened when the Raptors ran into the Legion in round two. So it's going to be a tough one. I think that kind of goes without saying. Uh, the Arrows are a really good team made the playoffs last season as a three seed in the first year of the competition. Uh, and they lost to the eventual champion Seattle Seawolves, but they really did play tough. I know they were down and they battled back a little bit, played tough from start to finish. So they're a good side. As kind of Derek mentioned, um, they, they kind of picked up where they left off last year and that's something I'll touch on in a second. But uh, they played all, all of their first eight games on the road last season just because it's too cold to play rugby in, in Canada in the spring and in the winter. Um, and so they, uh, as a result, they played the last eight games of their 2019 season at home. Uh, they went four and five in the first nine matches and then finished with on a seven match winning streak, finished with an 11 and five record, made the playoffs of the three seed, as I mentioned, um, really played the, the Seawolves pretty tough uh, for a shot to, at the final, but came up a little short, um, but they look, they look like they've been playing together for a while, they, they look like they're back on the heater, obviously, uh, won the first four matches of the season. So they're looking strong, they're looking really good. It's gonna be a tough match for the Raptors, it'll be a good test. It's not often you get to test yourself twice against the, two, the top two teams in, in the whole MLR in the first month, just over a month of the season. So that'll be a good measuring stick and they'll, they'll see where they're at come, come Saturday. So uh, for, as far as the history of the two clubs, Raptors and Arrows played each other twice in 2019. Raptors won the first meeting 22-0. to zero. It was the in March, early March. It was the first home game of the Raptors 2019 season, if I'm not mistaken. And they played in that bomb cyclone for all the, the Denver people listening to that. If you remember that storm last year, they played in that big blizzard. Uh, it was a big mess. It was freezing cold. Um, the Raptors won that meeting 22 nothing. And then the Arrows won the second meeting of their on their home pitch, 40 to 12. That was at the end of May, so that was right <clears throat> towards the end of that seven match winning streak. So fortunately for the Arrows, there's not going to be any snow in the forecast on Friday. It's supposed to be absolutely beautiful. 
So uh, they got that working for them, I suppose. Um, like I mentioned before, the arrows are scary. I'll let Derek talk a little bit more about that in our conversation because he knows a lot more about it than I do as he's been following them, like I mentioned before, as closely as anybody in these first two seasons. So they're a good team. Be a tough test for the Raptors. I'm really excited for it. I think the Raptors have been trending upward. This will be uh, really about the best of a test as you can ask for in week five. Really see where they stand after after the work they've been doing. So as they're working their way out of the 0-3 hole that they put themselves in early on, if they could pick up a win against this Arrows team, it would be huge for the club moving forward. So we'll see what happens. Uh, like I mentioned, Derek does a way better job of explaining that uh, than me just because he, he knows way more than me about the arrow. So so with that introduction, let's go ahead and kick it to my conversation with Derek Brissett of Layman Sports. All right, now welcome on to the show, Derek Brissett of Layman Sports. He's uh, covering the Toronto Arrows. I think he's a guy that's covered the Toronto Arrows about as closely as anybody since they've entered uh, MLR. So I'm happy to have him on. How are you doing, Derek? No problem. I'm glad you carved out a few minutes of your time for me. So with that, I guess we'll just jump right in. So uh, obviously, if you've been paying attention, everybody, Arrows are 4-0 um, through the first four weeks of the season. So Derek, how, how have the Arrows started so hot? What, what have they been doing well? Yeah, I think uh, the first the first thing that they really kind of had is uh, last year with the ARC conflicting with the first half of the season, um, the Toronto Arrows really didn't get like a full and proper training camp, partly because they, they joined so late and then half the players weren't there because they were away with the ARC. And uh, it was like that for a big chunk of the season, um, whereas now um, going into season two, they had their entire team was together since uh, late, late November, early December. Um, they've been able to get um, a significant training camp in um, with most of the team there. Obviously, there's no ARC to contend with, um, which, you know, be, because they are the only Canadian team, primarily their roster was all Canadian, so they missed a significant chunk of their vital guys. Um, so that was that's a big thing that kind of led to it. Um, it gave them a lot more time to work on, work on their systems, work on the set piece, work on what they what they, what they want to do, integrate the, the new players like uh, Diana, Della Vega, Asiata, Adams, into, uh, Lesage, or, excuse me, Lesage, um, and you know, integrate them into their system with time ahead. And when I was talking to them before um, the opening week of the season, they were saying things like they feel like they're like months like months ahead of where they were last year. Right. And you know, it's like they kind of already feel like you know they, they did go like seven and zero in the season, and that's kind of where they feel like they kind of are hitting, you know, they kind of hit week one, not so much as, like as good as that, but they're able to just kind of constantly build on it a lot more. Right, for sure. And they look like they've been together for months. Like you can tell um, just from the little bits that I've seen. So um, what's kind of impressed you most about the team so far this season? I, I think um, I think if you watch the Toronto Arrows, I think the one thing that they do really well that kind of glaringly stands out is the scrum. Um, they've been uh, completely dominating teams at that area of the set piece. Um, if you watch like the game against Austin, the uh, the Austin game had a, didn't really have the best conditions. It was like a light rain. Uh, it was cold. Mm -hmm. um, so there was a lot of handling errors in that game. But every time the Toronto made a handling error, they would just win the ball back in the scrum. <laughs> right. It kind of it, it was almost so good that it kind of completely negated um, the mistakes that the team was making. 
Um, so they were able to win that game based off of that. Um, if you watch the, the game versus Atlanta um, last weekend, um, they all three of their second-half tries were off of the scrum platform. Um, Andrew Quatrain and Rob Grauer um, didn't start that game, um, partly because of um, you know playing Colorado on Friday night after playing in Atlanta on Sunday. It's a right. short, short turnaround. Um, so there was a little bit of resting of players involved. And when, uh, But you're going to, unfortunately, Colorado is going to end up with Quatrain and Grauer in the starting line this week. <laughs> Um, they, uh, they, they, they devastated uh, the Atlanta scrum, which was actually faring pretty well in the first half until um, they came on. Just wear them down, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. It's just it's kind of what they uh, what the team does. It's just you know they they really they they know that they have one of the best scrums in the league, and they they really like to use it a lot. And they'll uh, they'll set it as a platform. You know, off penalties, they'll call for scrums more often than uh, many other teams do, and. Uh, you know their their backs um, are very are very in sync, and they're able to execute a lot of the set piece plays, get the ball out wide quickly, and start playing a very expansive brand of rugby. Yeah, for sure. I know since you brought up the backs, um, we saw Toronto release their roster about a half hour ago, um, and Dan Moore is obviously not in the lineup. Uh, I think you yes. you said he had a he had a knee or something last week. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, last week he uh, he went into uh, Kirk Coleman, the fly half on uh, Atlanta. He was carrying the ball more went in to tackle him and then uh you know got up really slowly um if you watch the uh like the end of the broadcast on it you know like he's kind of walking on the pitch and you see how uh, badly like iced and taped up yeah for sure um so like that's my guess that it's the knee i haven't technically confirmed yeah for knows, sure but um we, we can assume it, i think it's a knee. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and um so yeah so uh, unfortunately it looks like yeah he's going to be um out of the lineup um this week um, they listed him on the injury report. They just listed him as day to day, so they got the bye week coming up. So perhaps that was also a factor for sure um, in the decision to sit him this weekend. Yeah, so he's he's a leading try scorer in the MLR. What's that kind of do to how the Arrows are gonna are gonna run their squad this year? What's that do to the back line? Yeah, I think uh, you know I think the, the one of the, the bigger strengths of the Toronto Arrows is definitely the depth. So I mean, it's kind of looking at the starting fifteen that's coming in. They lose the you know they lose as you said the league's leading try scorer, but the guy's yeah, um, and he's a monster in his own right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, you know, and even even on the bench, um, you have uh, Will Kelly coming in. Um, that was another really nice depth pickup that the Arrows made. Didn't have a whole lot of depth at fly half, so having a guy like Kelly that's able to come in and play some of those positions is great to have as well. Um, so as far as, like, I, I mean, obviously they're going to miss Dan Moore. I think more than anything they're going to miss the leadership that's yeah. the team captain. Uh, Lucas Rumble will be uh, handling the captain duties um, for this game. Um, but, you know, Gaston Mirez, as you said, he's a beast in his own right. And, um, you know, uh, you know anybody that kind of goes for, like, a counter, uh, you know, if, they, if Colorado tries to kick, and they're kicking, you know, kick out wide, and they're kicking towards, you know, um, Levis, Mirez, and Malcolm, um, mm-hmm. it's going to, like, you know, they, they have a lot of really strong counter-attacking ability, which the Toronto Arrows have been able to turn into tries really quick already this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you can kind of, it's still like, it, obviously nobody wants to see people get injured and it's, you know, it's a bit of a bummer that uh, Dan Moore is out, but, you know, there's, the team is so deep that it's just kind of one of those like next guy up things. Another example of that being, you know, Mike Shepard gets suspended, Kobe Francis is able to just, you know, slot into the number, uh, to the number four jersey and, you know, the scrum is still just keeping on rolling. They haven't really missed a beat. Right, for sure. 
Yeah, I know I've noticed the depth, and I saw you tweeting about the depth earlier today, so I, I want to make sure I ask you about that. Cool, so kind of moving forward, um, if you had to pick out a weakness of this Toronto Arrows team so far, I know it might be kind of hard to do. It, could you identify one thing? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, if, if you listen to, like, some Arrows fans, there's always, like, I, would, I was a little critical of their lineup last year. I think, if anything, it's not that it's bad, it's just that it might be a little inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw it kind of last week where, you know, in the lineup they had, uh, you know, in the first half of Stephen Ng, um, in the, with Stephen Ng in there, it wasn't, you know, the ball, like the ball being thrown in wasn't like as accurate as necessarily you would like to be. Yeah. Um, last last season it improved greatly. I think Thomas Vega has definitely improved it a lot. Um, and But yeah, but I think still like, you know, the, the Toronto Arrows have still been a team that, um, you know, if you can get like a nice like, you know, close range driving mall on them. Um, it's, you know, Houston came up short in their game, but it's other teams have had success um, going after that as well. Yeah. Um, so it might be an option for uh, Colorado to kind of look to exploit. Um, the other thing, like, I think one of the things is, like, if you want to try to beat the Toronto Arrows, I think, like I said, I kind of touched on it earlier. It's like if you kick the ball away, like, you're putting, you're just putting the ball in the hands of elite players. Like, right. Whereas Malcolm, Lavis, Adams, like, um, so if you can kind of maybe, I mean, I know it might be tough sometimes, but if you can just like have that restraint and be like, make make the arrows <laughs> take the ball back. From right, them, for sure. Um, I think that might be one of the options. Just like hold on to it. Eventually, you know, if you're thinking from a Raptors point of view, you know, maybe eventually uh, Ryberg, you know, breaks a tackle and, um, you know, and that, that could result in some points. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's one thing the Raptors have kind of shown, especially over these last two weeks, is that especially deep in their opponent's territory, they can really settle into some some phase play, some really long sequences. Um, so that might be what, what they do. So um, I know you, you're, you're kind of focus is all on, on Toronto Arrows, but I know you watch the, the MLR as well. Keep an eye on that. Is there anything about the Raptors that you've seen that, that you've been particularly impressed with or, or just kind of what are your general thoughts on the Raptors so far this season? Yeah, for sure. I think um, I think it's kind of similar to last year. I think the like the best part of the Raptors game is their back line. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, guys like John Ryberg, it's just John Ryberg's a beast. Um, yeah. You know, there's a re- there's a reason he led the league in tries last year. It's yeah. Just, you know, he's really really hard to tackle. And I think uh, you know, bringing in uh, Renee Ranger as well. Um, he you know kind of plays um, almost a similar style style to Ryberg, but just in the center. Right. Just, um, which is also just an absolute nightmare to deal with. He's kind of um, you know, I think he maybe he's maybe struggled in his first two games, but it looks like he's kind of settling in now. Yeah. And uh, you know, Ranger had the, the um, he was named the Player of the Week last week. So um, if they can get if they can constantly if the Raptors can constantly keep getting um, you know those kind of performances out of guys like Ranger um, and Ryberg, um, like the like the Raptors will be okay. I think if you're kind of like I think to me that's one thing that impresses me the most is the way their backline plays. I like that. Ryberg is for a winger. He's very active. Always comes into the middle of the pitch looking for work. Yeah. Um, you know, they'll, they'll like Ryberg will start carries right in the middle of the pitch when he's um, from a winger's position. So I think you know that'll be something that the Arrows defense will definitely have to keep an eye out. Just kind of be aware of where guys like Ryberg and Ranger are on the pitch at all times. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think too, um, I'm, I'm not sure how like closely, but I, I know for for fact Renee. He just got off the plane like on the Tuesday before the Houston game. So I think this last week yeah. against Nola, or excuse me, against Utah was really just kind of the first time you see he's been here for about a month now. He's getting settled in. He's getting more comfortable. So, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, hopefully for the for the Raptors' sake, they can get a couple more performances yeah. out of him too. So. Yeah, that, 
Nice, and the, yeah, kind of going back to it. These issues are starting to show up, so the uh, the competition in the league is definitely being stepped up. And like you said, guys like Renee Ranger, who basically jumped off a plane and walked over <laughs> to the pitch, um, are starting to settle in. Yes, certainly. So cool. And then I guess the last one I wanted to ask you is there something in your opinion the biggest surprise of the Major League Rugby season so far? I know. I certainly, I certainly didn't, for sure. I, I did not see that coming. Yeah, no, exactly. And um, but uh, like the extension teams have all been great. I think you know you can kind of see like a little bit of like like obviously old glory scrum um, really struggled in their first game, but like the beast coming in. Yeah. task but i think it'll be interesting i'm interested to see how it plays out so all right derek that's that's all i have for you man thank you so much for your time yeah i was uh, happy to do it man uh, pleasure to be here all right guys i hope you enjoyed that conversation with derek Brissett of layman sports make sure to follow him on twitter at Brissett the jet he does a lot of good work he's covering the arrows very thoroughly so make sure you go check him out check out his work as you get more into the league because that's the whole point of this right we want to grow rugby we want to Get to know the whole league, and Derek does a good job. He's best in the business of that. So keep following along with us on Twitter as well. Um, at Colton Strickler is my personal. Make sure you're following us on the, the team account at DNVR underscore Raptors. We'll be doing some more ticket giveaways and stuff next week, so keep it locked here. Keep sending in questions. I think next week I'm going to make you send in a question if you want a ticket, and we'll do it that way. So make sure you keep checking out my written content. I've been grinding away at that. The written word is not dead. Make sure you go check that out, thednvr.com. I've been writing game previews. I've written recaps. I've been writing kind of uh, MLR roundups so to give you kind of a whole lay of the land of the entire MLR. So just to remind everybody or tell you if you don't know, tomorrow's match will kick off at 6 p.m. We'll be broadcast on coloradoraptors.com. I know if you've been following MLR, you've seen there's been a lot of issues with the For the Fans stream and broadcast. There has been no issues with the Colorado Raptors broadcast at all. So make sure you just just go check that out instead. Save yourself the headache, watch the rugby, get your fix, and then go about your business. So make sure you check that out there. Should be uh, it should be a good game, like I mentioned. It's going to be a tough one for the Raptors, but the Raptors are improving. 
Um, and it'll be a, it'll be a good test. That's a, that's what you can ask for, right? You want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And right now, the arrows are are the best right up there with the Legion. So, should be fun to watch. I'm really excited for it. I'm looking forward to it. Should be the best way to end a Friday. The weather should be absolutely beautiful. It's gonna be a gorgeous day, gorgeous evening. Spring is right around the corner. You can smell it. I see the pitch. It's greening up every week. So just come out. Sneak out of work. I know you don't want to be at work anyway on a Friday evening. Sneak out of work at four. Come on down to Infinity Park, have a couple beers, watch some rugby, and then go about your night. Go have some fun. You'll be out of stadium by 8, so it should be a good time. I'm excited for it. I know I mentioned that like five times already. But anyways, if you do come, make sure to send me a tweet. Let me know you're there. I'll be happy to come say hello. So, all right, guys, that's my show for the week. Only two shows this week because it's been a short week. It's been a long week. Like I mentioned, I think just the way that it's going, these podcasts are going to be backloaded in the week. That's when I can get players on and stuff. I'll try to pump them out earlier. I'll do my best, but it hasn't been working so far, and we're like six weeks into the show. So I'm sorry. I know I owe you guys a couple extra shows. I'll work on it. I'll make it up to you. Buy you flowers, buy you chocolate, buy you beer, however I can. So, Or I'll just put out more shows in, the, in a week. I'll put out the number I'm supposed to. Anyways, hope you guys had a great day. Hope you had a great week. I'll catch you all next week. Enjoy the match.